Surprise, Ska fans! Matt Vest here from On The Upbeat. Now, I know we told you we wouldn't actually be back with all new episodes until January 12th of 2022. And that is still technically true, because what we're about to play for you is actually a Patreon bonus episode that um, was actually recorded all the way back in April of 2021. And uh, so if you didn't know, On The Upbeat has a Patreon um, that you can subscribe to for $4 a month. And that $4 gets you two bonus episodes and access to our private Facebook account where you kind of get a little bit more access to RJ and I where we, you know, post stuff, share stuff, ask your opinion on stuff for the podcast. And uh, generally we communicate a little bit more directly uh, on that Facebook page. And uh, we're going to play for you right now one of the bonus episodes, uh, one of the types of bonus episodes we do. Now, I do a bonus episode every month called Going Deep with Matt, where I sit down with an artist and we just dissect uh, one of their songs. We talk about the writing, the recording, and the lyrics, and the meaning of the lyrics, and all that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. And for this episode that you're about to hear, uh, it was recorded with... Tara Hahn from pa- Half Past Two, and we talk about their song, Bitter, about the writing, the recording. It's a little bit gossipy. Um, <laughs> you get a little bit behind the scenes of the band and what has gone on in the band's history. And you also, you know, you just learn um, how everything worked out, you know. So it sounds kind of gossipy and bad, but don't worry, everything works out in the end. And uh, it's a fun chat about their song, Bitter. And it's a good time. And so this, the podcast on the Patreon actually has its own separate um, theme song. You know, it's kind of like this uh, speakeasy type of situation. And uh, it's done by our good friend, dang it, you know, Joey. And um, so listen to this episode. Please think about subscribing to our Patreon. We hope this, like, just gives you a little taste of what we're doing over on our Patreon bonus episodes. So uh, check out this episode, Patreon bonus episode with Tara from Half Past Two. And uh, hope you enjoy it. And hope you subscribe to our Patreon. Alright, here we go. Hi, Tara. Hi, Matt. How's it going? It's going good. I'm it's, so glad to be here with you. It's part of the podcast where we pretend we didn't sit and talk for 10 minutes before I hit the record button. So <laughs> that's always that's always a weird space. Uh, and especially since I don't actually have an intro song just yet that we didn't hear. So those of you listening, you heard an intro song that at the time of this recording, I did not hear yet. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> We're imagining it, though. Yeah, we're imagining it. Was it was great. I think it's yeah. going to be great. 
Um, uh, I could tell you who it's going to be by, but maybe if it doesn't work out, I shouldn't say anything now. <laughs> so. Well, let us all be surprised. Yes. Everyone likes a good surprise. Yes. Um, so how's life? How are things going? Things are good, you know, like, I don't know. Things just are feeling a little more hopeful and even just the last week. So I don't know. Things are good and things with the band are so good. That's just awesome. excited. Yeah. I'm just excited for like the future. Yeah. Know? With shows being on the horizon. Uh, well, who knows? Depending on this, when this goes up, maybe you will have played a show. But who knows? Oh, no. Not probably us not. Right now. I know. Probably <laughs> You're not there not. yet. Probably not us, though. But, um, you know, I'd like whatever. I'm just saying yeah. that's happening. That's just kind of stuff is happening. So yeah. and people are getting vaccinated. Oh, my God. It's a happy day for me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely excited about that. And um, the prospect of being in in public, even if it's just outside in public, like I think that I'm okay with now. For you know, if people wearing masks, you know, at a park with space. <laughs> like, I am like the most nervous person on the planet, and so like I don't know, my anxiety is still really high. So like even in the studio um, yesterday, um, David Irish was like, so in you know in a few weeks here all you know where there's only ever like three of us in the studio time or four of us and he was like all four of us will all be vaccinated so what do you think about not having to wear masks and i was like oh no i don't know about that you know (laughs) like not there yet no i'm not there yet and they totally get it you know like i i feel like i'm extra cautious um and that's cool you know there are people out there like me and And so I, I'm, I keep telling people that I'm just sort of taking my time and I'm going to ease into it. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm just not going to blow it for myself mentally. <laughs> Are you, um, you're, do you consider yourself an extrovert? Um, yeah. I mean, I think most people would label me an extrovert. I have a really hard time. I have a really hard time with it, I guess, being an extrovert, but I guess I would consider myself an extrovert. Yeah. Like, what do you think fills you with more? And my wife described it once as like, whatever fills you with like energy, energy and like sort of re-energizes you. Like, that's the more characteristic you are. Like, like she says about me, like you can be in front of people and, you know, you can be on, but when you're done being on and being entertaining, you go to your cave and pull away from everyone. And that's how you re-energize yourself so that you I can think be most off. people sort of do that. But I guess it's like, do you have like, how long can you do the, like the in front of people part, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like I get that way where like, you know, I'll, I really enjoy going like out, you know, and I do really miss shows because it wasn't just like the live music part for me. It was like getting dressed up and, you know, texting everybody like, are you here yet? You know, I, this is where I park. There's all the (laughs) stupid stuff, you know? And then, um, and at the beginning of uh, the pandemic and everything, I was like, I was still pretty chill because I was, I also feel like I can just hang out. Like I'm cool to just hang out. I can do, nothing like i have friends oh. that will just come over and literally we do 
nothing. We'll like watch TV and like not talk and be like, this is the greatest thing ever. And I think that's important that you can, you do both. But yeah, it's been kind of a drain to a person like me to be like this, like inside or not doing things for so long. But I do it because I, um, it's important to me and my family. um, Right. Like literally uh, (laughs) to not, you know, get get COVID or something. Yeah, Yeah, I get sick. And um, yeah, so I just, for me, I feel like I'm just doing what I would need to do, like no matter what. But, you know, I get it. Like people want to do stuff. I get, I want to do stuff too. So I'm happy to see people like slowly going out there and doing stuff, not too crazy, you know? Right. And, and like, like I said, I get really excited when I see someone post their little picture of them with their Vax card. I'm like, I'm keeping a list. I'm like, we're hanging out <laughs> soon. Like you and me, buddy. Like, yeah, I can't wait. I do. I call my friends. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be like a creepy friend, but like, you're, are you done? Like, are you done getting vaccinated? Cause let's make, let's make plans for two weeks from now. You know, <laughs> I do. I have a calendar like with some of my friends, like second vaccinations on it. Cause I'm like, okay, two weeks after that, we're like meeting up. Like we have to, I'm, I miss everyone. Yeah. Do you get, do you get um, nervous on stage at all? Oh my God. Every time. Really? Oh my God. I hate it. Like I love it. And I hate it. Like, it's an awful feeling and it's a wonderful feeling because the honestly the whole time I feel like I'm I'm really like messing up this up you know like I there's I'm not like I'm gonna look back on this and I'm gonna be like oh my gosh like what did I do just now what did I just say there are definitely times when you know like something is said on stage and we all look at each other like oh man we're gonna talk <laughs> about this later and like oh <laughs> like what we're getting through it though we're getting through it, you know. Yeah. But um, no, I I do. I, I get nervous a lot before. And if you go to our shows, like, and you hang out enough, you'll know. I I just, like, people will say it to you, too. You're nervous, huh? I'm like, oh, get out of here. Like, go away. <laughs> you know? yeah. You're not making it any better. Like, oh. Yeah. No. So, but no, it's fun. Like, I think that's part of it. I think it's fun to be nervous and excited. And I'm ex- excited every time. Like, if I stop being excited and nervous, then, like, I'm jaded and I should just, like, stop. But, well, hey, it's been 14 years today <laughs> since our first show. So, and I saw that. Stopped. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So, like, when you're, when does the nervousness, like, I, because, you know, I did uh, theater in high school and stuff like that. And even, choir into college years so there was um you know i remember being nervous going on stage like being backstage like right before it started uh i always i this is probably too much information but even though i'd probably gone to the bathroom like 10 minutes before the thing started I always felt like I had to go to the bathroom (laughs) right, right before my line was supposed to, I was supposed to come out. Like, what is that? Just like, I don't, I think you're just hypersensitive to like, yeah, your body just tenses up and mm -hmm. it's like squeezes everything. (laughs) It's just like you, you feel every sort of like thing in your body. Um, But then like, if I, depending on the situation, if I were well prepared, usually by like, a minute into it, like, I'm comfortable. Like, and there are certain things, like, even to this day, like, if I had to sing a song in front of people, I'd probably be nervous. 
But if I had to do this podcast in front of people, I can do this podcast with my my eyes closed. And it's probably better sometimes that I do it with my eyes closed. Like, because sometimes I get so distracted by, like, looking at my notes that I forget to be present. And I end up being better when I'm just present. So if I just yeah. turn off that part of, like, trying to run a show, um, that's why I'm sort of excited about, like, these episodes. Because... They're not so controlled. Like, I don't have to, I don't have, like, we're going to play one song in this entire space, um, as opposed to the regular on the upbeat episodes, um, where I'm like musical cues turned. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> if we ever did this live, I'd like make someone else do that job and I would just, right, hold, yeah, I would just hold the microphone <laughs> so I could look at someone else like, you missed your cue. <laughs> yeah. You're after this, you're cut. You're Even cut. though I don't pay you, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, um, I let me tell you though. Okay, so you're talking about like theater and choir and stuff. Sure. I was big choir like person in high school. That was like my world. Okay, and let me tell you the difference. Okay, because singing in choir in high school is like literally a beam of light in your face, like oh, <laughs> all the time, every time. There's True. not a time when you are singing solo on stage or something where it's not like a beam of light on your face. And if you're just like a face in the in the chorus, you know, yeah. then it's easy to just like do whatever you're supposed to do. But when I joined a band, it was like a totally different thing because you or me, at least personally, I guess I can't speak for every like lead, but the audience is like super duper important and they're right there. Like they're not yeah. sitting in a seat like 10 feet back, you know what I mean? Like below you in the dark, they are like right in your face. And so that was like the, one of the hardest things is getting over the nerves of like, if you just have somebody with like a stank face in the front <laughs> and like, maybe they're not even not having fun. Like maybe they're having a really good time, but like, you just perceive you just perceive it as or like, they have oh, resting here. asshole face like yeah, that's, that's insane. like, <laughs> I, like look yeah, i have I, it I, I absolutely have that face like you know me so like we'll make eye contact and i'll be like yay yeah but like there are times when i could just be rocking out and just like my face is like no smile nothing and i look mad i've got it so but I know I've seen it because I stand <laughs> on the stage. And I, I see you. like you're not always looking at me, but I see you. you know? yeah. That's what I'm saying. So um, if I can implore like anybody that's just like at a show and they see like somebody in a band, a singer or whatever, having a hard time, just like smile, just like look at them and be like, no. you're doing great. Like, honestly, it could change. It could change everything that's going on. Um but yeah, I think that's um, that's like a big part of nerves. If if I can latch on to like one good like audience member, sure. even if it's like a friend, you know, like yeah. if, if it's somebody I know really well, forget it. I'll just sing to that person. We'll be dumb. <laughs> that's my favorite part is just like forgetting that, like forgetting the the feeling, like you were saying, like forgetting yeah. that nervous feeling and just being whatever i'm so weird so yeah. it's just fun to get weird and yeah. see other people get weird with you that's yeah it's a half past two show <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh every week for for these sort of uh special episodes for the on the upbeat crew episodes i'm gonna ask a what if question even though in, so it may not always be phrased with what if but it's like imagine if you know 
maybe life was different or something. Um, what if you were the lead singer of any band, which band would it be? Okay, band. So you mean like you're talking about like a band, like a rock band? Yeah. Like a band. It's yeah. not like a solo act. Yeah, I, I would like... I would think band would be a keyword there, yeah. Okay, okay. Well But then it brings hard. in the question like do boy bands count? So like <laughs> Yeah. Well it's hard because like I would still want like I would still want the, probably the lead singer of whatever band to be there too. <laughs> like uh, that's like probably a really big part of like why I like a lot of bands. But um I think um like not ska related, I would probably want to be in like Haim or something because it'd be fun to like be with a bunch of other girls and like singing, women singing together. Like I like harmonies. If you listen to Half Past Two, we have we have lots of harmonies. Mm-hmm. We like we love them. We love them. More harmonies and um, yeah, I just think it'd be fun to be in that kind of band that's um, you know like a rock band, but also uh, with a lot of voices and like. Just yeah. kind of what was, the, what was the name of the band? Haim. I Haim. like um if you like heard like their popular songs, you'd probably know. But I they're like two would. they're two sisters and like their best friend or something like that. Okay. Um yeah. Anyway, really like them. That that's like I guess my non my non pick. Or maybe like I wrote Stand Atlantic. That would be really cool. Because it'd be really cool to be in like a pop punk <laughs> band. <laughs> You know, and I really like Stanley. But that's the thing is like, I would want to be in that band, like with the singer because she's so awesome. Yeah, I Um, sort of. Yeah, that's what I read the question and started thinking about it because I just picked it. I was like, oh, that one because it's band related. And I was like, "Um, but wait, if I took over the lead singing, then it wouldn't be the band anymore. Right. Yeah. I'm like, it wouldn't be the band I like anymore. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard. Like, I would still want that person to be there. That's a, that's why I said, like, in Haim, at least, like, maybe I can, like, morph it. I would I could take any sure. girl spot. I don't care because <laughs> uh, it would be fun. But um, And then if it was, like, a ska band, I think I'd want to be, like, in the Hippos or something. Mm. I know that's really stupid because they're not really even a band anymore. But mm. I just enjoy their music. And I think it's, like, just, you know, <laughs> something that... Like when I sing their songs, I'm like, I could be in this. Yeah. I don't know. They're just like something about being in the hippos, I feel like would be so cool. So those are my choices. But I don't know. I did write some other things because I wasn't sure what you were going to say. Like, oh, yeah, you could be like a solo artist in that. Kylie Minogue. I want to be Kylie Minogue. (laughs) I'm a huge Kylie Minogue fan. But then it's like, then is Kylie Minogue still existing in the world like these questions always ask more but questions i am her so like <laughs> so you like uh, tara han ceases to exist right and kylie Minogue you want to be i just like i'm taking up the space in her mind yeah I'm, maybe like, maybe that's how we think of, of the band thing too it's like we just we're, we're <laughs> like just the lead singer body. Yeah. right we're just we're someone else so like look i don't know uh, clearly, my favorite band is Fiverr and Frenzy, so clearly I'd want to be in Fiverr and Frenzy. Um, though, they'd have to take all their songs down an octave to, like, be in a safe range for me. <laughs> but Because <laughs> um, some of his notes I can hit, some of them not. 
Um, okay, a good band can change keys. True. <laughs> I hope my band's not listening to this. They'll <laughs> laugh. <laughs> a good. Band. Are you saying they're not always a good band? <laughs> no, they, that's what I'm saying. They they're always changing keys for me. <laughs> so they'll they'll write something in a key, and you're like, yeah, I don't know what world you live in, but no. <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple songs for the album where they're like, the perfect key for horns in this song is this and so we'll play it i'm like nope sorry and they'll be like i'll say oh it should be in like this and i'll start singing something and they'll be like that's you know i don't know music theory like everybody <laughs> else that's blah 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 like key or whatever yeah. like yeah they're like um that was that's literally the hardest it would be for us and like uh, okay <laughs> uh, i don't make the rules like you guys i only sing what like- i can sing <laughs> Well, no, they're always like, just do whatever's like going to be best for Tara's voice. That's what they always do, even yeah. if it's hard for them. That's why I'm like, they're amazing. Like, I am yeah. not. But, but you know, we've tried. We've been a band for so long. I feel like we've tried every other, like, recipe. And this is what just works best. This is what we figured out. And that's why we're like, whenever a new person joins or is like a part of Half Past Two, we're always like, can you read music? Very important. And um, do you, can you change, you know, keys in your head or, you know, can yeah. you just play? Yeah. They're like, yeah, I, I can do that. We're like, cool. You're already, you're already <laughs> ahead of the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but don't ask Tara anything about that stuff because she doesn't know anything. She just knows when the, her singing starts. <laughs> yes. I bring the snacks. Okay. <laughs> I bring the snacks. I never forget. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Um, so yeah, I would think, I think Fiverr and Frenzy, I don't think I have, I mean, I could, I could tell you, you know, maybe MXPX, um, that's a good choice. That'd uh, be fun. there's a part of me that wants to be, want to be, you know, take over, uh, Chester's vocals in Lincoln Park, but I definitely don't have his octaves. <laughs> I'd want to like join Millington. Like I would just like want to join. Yeah, you know? just like be a part of the band. Like they have a lot of backing like, vocals. So <laughs> yeah, I would just like that. I yeah. think about that. Like oh man, pick me, Cody. <laughs> well, yeah. Hopefully there will be a, another duet in the future. Oh, you never know. All right, so we're here to talk about the song "Bitter." And uh, being bitter, we're going to talk a lot about that because I have feelings. <laughs> I have feelings. Um, yeah. All right. So why did you pick the song Bitter? I picked it because I thought it would get me in the least trouble explaining <laughs> um, its origin because I, like many musicians before me and now and after me, just write what I know. And usually, you know, if something comes up, in my life that has to do with like a personal experience, like I'll write about it just cause, right. cause I'm feeling it. You know what I mean? So, and those are always the songs that like the other members of my band, like pick up. They're like, Oh, what's this? We should definitely <laughs> do this. I'm like, Oh my gosh. If, oh, okay. <laughs> if that ever gets out, you know? So I actually was looking at all the songs that weren't like, you know, I talk about shine a lot. For good reason sure and it's important to me and i talk about heather a lot because um it's really easy to talk about that song too there's a lot in there but um yeah when you asked me to do this i was like okay i guess 
I should look and see what I can talk about or I feel comfortable <laughs> talking about. And it was really hard because I was like, I can't, I'm not ready to like open up about a lot of these things. But Bitter was one of those ones that I thought, you know what, even if I like out who it's about and everything, the person will just be, you know, maybe, maybe they'll be like, uh, not upset. They'll just be like, oh, why? <laughs> you know, why do you, do you have to do this? But they, they know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, translation if the person who the song is about finds out, this person's the least likely to be super, super mad at you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if people will get mad, but it's like, you know, I don't, I write these things to like get them out. Yeah. Of like of my head, of my you know, just like whatever, however I'm feeling when I am thinking about writing it or whatever, um, and so it's like weird. Like I found that with Shine a lot. Like I always tell people I'm cool talking about it, and as soon as it it comes to that time to talk about it, I have a rock in my stomach because I'm like, am I gonna cry? Am yeah. I gonna like whatever you know? And so that's why it's weird to um explain my music because it's always so personal personal except you know like i remember when we were writing um i camp uh camp shown the guys were like is there any way you can like write something about like nothing can you write something about nothing and i was like something about nothing and then i wrote socal summer because i Mm. was like okay like can I write something about nothing? Like about nobody? I mean, SoCal Summer it has a lot of like memories and like things tied sure. to people in it, but it's like it's the least like personal, it's, right? I guess. It's well, it's so, not frustrated memories about someone. It's happy. Yeah, but like I said, I feel like the boys like, but the guys are you know the because they're the ones that write a lot of like the music part. Right. I write the lyrics. They always latch on to those things. <laughs> so it's fine. Like I yeah. said, I guess I have a lot of that stuff. But um, yeah, it's just funny. All right. Well, let's take uh, about a minute and a half and check out the song Bitter by Half Past Two. Yay! Yay! Such a good song. 
<laughs> about being so bitter. <laughs> about being bitter. Thank you. Thank you. I like the song. Yeah. For shorts. For a shorty. Yeah. I like the song. Well, because it still has movement, you know, it has it's fast and then it slows down. So it has, you know. Yeah, it gets it gets to the point. Yeah. <laughs> um and hopefully, you know, maybe the the shortness of it, you know, points to the fact that people shouldn't be bitter too long. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you're right, Matt. <laughs> um, what before we dive into like writing the song and the lyrics themselves, what do you remember about recording this song? Recording it specifically? Yeah, I remember. Just being in the booth and David Irish, who records all of our stuff since like the very beginning of the dawn of half past two. Mm -hmm. um, I just remember him being like, you're angry. And I'm like, I know. Like, <laughs> I know. I know I'm angry. Like, the like at the time, I still did have a little anger. And it was funny because the person that it was about was like, there in the studio like yeah. it was so it was like it was weird but um yeah i just remember being in there and trying to remember like the most that i ever felt when i was feeling like when i was just going through everything that i was going through and we wrote the song so yeah. and like i said it's like a short song and to be honest when i when i record <laughs> it like it doesn't take many takes at the end so i probably only got to sing it like three times they're like you're great get out of there you know <laughs> i was like okay like i hope it's good but you know i i did what i was set out to do like i do feel like i got to sing like more angrily which wasn't really like uh, my style like maybe i s would sing a lot of things about being like sad or whatever right so it was just fun like it was a fun song for uh, for me and the band i thought it was like a little bit different than like what we were doing on mastering karate so yeah it's definitely a little bit more punk than yeah we were trying to do oh. like like you know half past you like just a little more punk just a little more punk yeah and yeah that's why yeah. I, I like that one we don't get to play it that often live because it's like a weird length and it just seems like, you know, like a filler type of thing. But yeah, I like that one. Like we only have uh, two. We have two minutes left. <laughs> what do we play? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like uh, we have five minutes left so we can play a short song and then uh, regular. Song. Sound guys always kicking you off if you only have like a few minutes left anyway. They're yeah. like, you're done. Wrap it up. <laughs> oh. um, like, no, we have the perfect song. <laughs> yeah. We have one that will fit right here. Yes. Ready, go. <laughs> um, did the song, either musically or lyrically, um, was it always intentionally as short as it is? Or was there a slightly longer version? Did you cut lyrics out? Was it a decision no. to make it shorter? It was a decision to just keep it what it was. Because um, I was really deliberate when I like wrote the, the words and I remember like I like I wrote them and I pretty much handed them over like the night that I wrote them and I remember Max just being like 
you know, he heard it immediately and was like, it's done. Like there's nothing to add and there's nothing to take away. Like right. he literally did not change any of my words. Nothing. <laughs> he just like was like, it's perfect. It's perfect as it is. Like, right. that's just how I wrote that. So it, yeah. it just seemed weird. Like if I tried to force more in there, it wouldn't. That's everything I wanted to say because I literally wrote that all at the same time. Mm. It wasn't like something I came back to or anything. That's um, true because the song doesn't have like a a chorus per se. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there's yeah. no repeating idea other than the word bitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, makes sense. So let's talk about writing the song. You You said you wrote it all in one sitting. Um, do you remember in my head? Oh my gosh. It was crazy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Sorry, do I you, re- you off. do you remember where you were when you wrote it? Yes. I remember everything about writing the song. It's like weird. I remember we were practicing. This is when like we would practice over in, here in Long Beach. And I remember it was band practice. So it must be like a Wednesday or Thursday night. And afterward we all kind of like hang out and we talk. And I remember we were talking about, so the song is about my bandmate now, David, at the time was not in the band, but has been in the band. Like I've known David since middle school. He was in the band like before me, you know, (laughs) and he was in the band. It's hard. Half past two has a really sordid past. And it's so weird when, when I decided to, to, to talk about this song, I laughed because I was like, I never talk about this anymore. But for a long time, if you talked about half past two, you had to talk about all of our dumb drama. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, So uh, the song is about David. And at the time, David was like really not happy with me and Max, um, my other band, our other bandmate. And like, like so much so that it was, you know, a thing like it was a thing like you would go to shows and it was like part of us going to a show like you would see we would see each other and we would just like you know it was just one of those things where it would like ruin your our whole nights but this was like what we did we went to ska shows so um yeah anyway we were sort of talking about like the whole thing and um david we had gone to a show at the old house of blues in downtown disney and we were like upstairs taking a picture it might have been like i think it was a ska luau i cannot remember mm. which one must have been like three or four i don't know okay so anyway half past two was not playing that night because we were not a band at the time and oh, um and <clears throat> I just remember David, we were talking about how David, Tazy Phillips from Scott Parade asked for a picture with like a bunch of us that were up by the merch tables. And David was like in the picture with us, but he was standing on the other side. And I remember Tazy saying something like, um, hey, wouldn't it be great if Half Past Two had like a reunion show? And David was like, that will never happen in a million years. Like that will never happen. Like, it won't. He said it, like, out loud. And we were just like, oh, like, so I remember that night we were, like, talking about that. We were just talking about how, like, everything was going so wrong with David. And, like, he had some really loyal friends in the scene that just, like, loved to 
sort of like make us feel like doo-doo like all the time. And I always said like, that's great. Like it must be nice to have such loyal friends. Like I wish I had friends like that, like that like had my back no matter what, you know? And um, I, we, as I left, I got in my car and it like the whole song just like came up in my head. I'm not kidding. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I was just like, I seriously was thinking about just how bitter David was and, and how bitter we were in sort of a way. Right. And I just remember thinking like about the bruise thing. It was just like rolling around in my head. Like the very beginning of the song was just turning over and over in my head. I was like, Oh, like he's just like annoying, like a bruise that like, you can't like, you can't like even hide it, you know, Right. you can't, it, it's always bothering you. And so like, I just remember sitting there and it just all came. I don't know how else to, to say it. It was so weird. I got, I thought it all up almost the whole thing in my head. And when I got home, I just like ran to my computer and I was like, like I typed it out and I sent it off to Max and like, he was like, what, what is this? You know? And, um, I was like, dude, I just wrote this right now. And he is like, oh, we're definitely using this. We have to. Because Max was also feeling the same way I did. So sure. it was kind of cool, like, how um, it just, like, popped out, you know, uh, because we always joke that him and I have, like, one brain, like, together. <laughs> together. Like, we'll text each other at the same time. Like, oh, that's so weird. So, yeah, I think that's why that song um, – I don't know. Like, like I said, that's why it's, it is what it is. Like you said, there's no chorus. It just talks about like bitters, the only repeating thing. And that's just because as much as I wanted it to just be about David, it was still about me too. It was right. about us, you know? And um, yeah, so that's why I wanted the theme to sort of repeat yeah. and stuff. So that's where I was. That's what I was doing. And so the song yeah. was written before, um, Half past two got back together. No, no, no. Sorry. I mean, like th that night when David said that stuff, because that's all, all that's in the song. We were talking about that, like along with everything. That's why oh, it's okay. in the song. And like it was one of the things that just like it just I have this really weird thing. I don't know if other people do this, but there are certain bad sort of conversations I've had in my life with just people like maybe even back in high school and I literally can remember like everything they said and it mm. like crushed me and it was like changed me as like a, like a person you know and like with that night with David I was just like I just remember that's when I knew I was like he's mad like he's really mad he hates me like he hates us like mm. me and Max <laughs> I was just like this is bad like before, you know, I'm like a not I don't consider myself a naive. I'm just like I'm pretty optimistic that like sure things can mend, things can pass, you know? And then I remember that's when I knew that like you know, it was this was a bad situation and I didn't know how to fix it, you know, but yeah. anyway, yeah, it had gotten worse after that. Um m much worse. <laughs> and um yeah, I just remember being there that night with Max and like talking about all that and like that's where the song came from and it was so organic. It makes me like just thinking about it right now makes me laugh. So I it was written after a band practice? 
yeah, it was like we finished band practice. And like I said, we were just hanging out and talking about like talking something about else that happened. Yeah, that's something mm-hmm. else that happened that like had to do with, you know, David and what us and like, uh, you know, just mm. it was just. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain it. Um, I have so we many. Having, I have so yeah. many questions right now, and I have to be honest with you. I have so many questions because in my brain, I'm like, uh, because I do know the story um, a little yeah. bit. My brain is trying to figure out like, what was he mad about if you that night with Tazy? If you guys hadn't reformed, I thought reforming was what he was mad at. Because we were like. I like we were like planning. Got it. So it it's, okay to me like reforming. It, it wasn't really real because back then it seems weird to say it wasn't like an online game. This was all about like playing shows. Like we hadn't played a show yet as like half past two or right. anything. You know what I mean? Like um, like half past two like formed in what like when we were in high school, you know, but we right. didn't play a show until like 2000, like you know, six or really? seven. Yeah. yeah. So it's like hard to say anyway. Um, basically like at the time we had sort of taken everything back, you okay. know? Um, and we were doing it. Like we were getting members. We were, right. It's hard to do this without, like, everyone that's listening is like, I have no idea what's going on. Well, that's what um, I'm trying to, like, set a little bit of uh, without divulging, like, too much craziness. It doesn't matter, but I, I mean, like, for for us, the band, like, whatever, like, basically, if anybody cares, like, how fast you, we, we sort of, like, split up for, like, there was like a lull for like a, I'll say a year where like sure. nothing really was like happening. And then some of the members like did start doing stuff and, um, you know, we're playing shows here and there, maybe not like full band capacity. And it kind of like, it almost petered out. And, um, yeah, me and Max decided we wanted to, like revive half past two at the time we thought nobody was doing anything Anything with with it right yeah like we like lurked a little bit online we're like oh there's no action and we went to the one person that was like the quote-unquote active member of the band who was like still updating everything and that person said like go for it like if you want to take it and run with it like do it we're not like nothing's happening and long story short it was it, that's not what it happened that's not how it was right and, so uh, let me yeah. may, may, maybe i can put this into perspective um basically there were so you left the band in 2010 yes i left after like we the collective we like kicked max out out of his own band and i was like this is insane so i ended up leaving yeah and then there was another singer so another singer came in with david yes. still in the band time went yes. on that yes. that version of the band slowly sort of faded away and yes. after a period of inactivity from basically Lindsay and and david and anyone else related to the band 
conversations started to happen with you and Max about let's restart, let's keep going, let's do this. And yes. you thought you had permission. Like We an- talked to, it was Tyler. We talked to <laughs> our old bass player, Tyler, um, slash guitar player. He played, had many hats. Um, and we were like, hey, you know, like, what's up? I, are you guys doing anything? Because, you know, we right. Max really feels like he wants to, like, take up half past two again because he feels like he wasn't he didn't get like a fair exit or whatever sure and he was like yes he's totally owed like you we're not like half past two is not really doing anything um and he he wanted to be a part of it too and so like we didn't really see yeah we didn't really see like any reason not to but like i said um it didn't really work out that way what um tyler did Tyler knew that David and Lindsay still had some interest in half past two. Right. Um, and we didn't know that because we right. were not on speaking terms with David or really Lindsay. I, I didn't know her at all. And like, um, and neither did Max. So it was really hard because there was a lot of like miscommunication because yeah. we, like I said, we weren't talking to David and David didn't want to talk to us. Um, so we were doing everything through Tyler and it got really confusing. It got really just messed up and people, you know, thought people were saying things just like any sort of drama, like yeah. a band drama. You yeah. Know? The basic thing was, is you thought you had permission or you thought you had everything had ended with whoever was heading half past two before. And that turned out to be not the case. Like Lindsay, especially had like a desire like wanted input and didn't get it and then found herself pushed on the outs without a proper like communication so that sort of frustrated but i think but here's the thing i do want to like this sounds messiness this sounds crazy (laughs) most most of this like it's so weird (laughs) most of this was 2015 time like 2014 2014 15 somewhere in that space like when we came back or whatever right. so, so um and obviously david's back in the band so he is and, yeah. and Lindsay yeah. doesn't harbor any i can tell you uh doesn't harbor any like frustrated feelings uh, just just that i think her because i had her on another podcast and at the time she just was like i just wish it was better communicated and that was sort of like and i think everyone in the end Got we wish <laughs> there was so much that we wish was better communicated. Let right. me let me tell you, like we uh, we also were like found things out as they were happening. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is bad. Like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean. This looks bad, and like, so yeah, no, it was like it was a weird thing. So that's kind of where the with David, um, yeah, we just didn't know where we stood because of everything that had sort of because. The thing is, David and me and Max were not really getting along before. Like, when we were in a band together, like, in the beginning, you know what I mean? Um, There were, like, people in our band that, like, you know, it was a ska band in 2000, like, you know, late 2000s, like, mid to late 2000s, when ska was definitely not popping around here. Mm -hmm. And people were, like, embarrassed to say they were in a ska band, you know? They were. Like, I know that's a joke, but they really were. And so um, I think, you know, David would admit that, like, back then, he was sort of one of those people. Like, he liked 
he would say he likes ska, but only like certain bands, you know, mm-hmm. like the cool ones and stuff. And he didn't want to like, he didn't want people to be like, yeah, I'm, yeah man, I'm in half past two. Like you, so that's why it was weird because it was just like carried over. I felt like just all these years, like I, like I said, I've known David since middle school. We actually were supposed to sing like a Christmas song together or something. Mm. Um, I remember that he was a year older than me and I was like, so scared of him. I'm like, I can't do that with that guy. I don't even know him. Like my teacher's like, Oh no, he's really nice. Like, he did not look nice. I mean, if you see David now, that's like a joke about David is he always looks really grumpy, but he's not. He he's not. That's true. He's not. He's it's a sweetheart. True. He's a teddy bear, but yeah. Um, I It was, um, like I said, it was just like a snowball of all these weird feelings. And you know what, David and I, David's definitely my friend now. I would consider David a close friend of mine. But like, I think I was talking to Max about it recently. Like, it was, that's only been in the last, you know, three, four years that I c- can say that I feel close with David. So how did David um, end up coming back? How did How did that conversation happen you know um max got diagnosed with cancer that's what it was max got cancer and i didn't know what the heck i was gonna do i he was like he's our fearless leader he like always has been even when he wasn't in the band he was still like thinking about a half past two you know because like he wanted to be back in it because that was his half past two is like his band It, it was in the beginning and um yeah, it was just somebody needed to step up and David did. I don't know what ch- I don't know personally what changed his mind other than other than that. Like so David came in to help when Max was not sick. doing with doing sick. uh his chemotherapy and like in the hospital or like couldn't you know, be out or so did David, did David reach out to you or did you reach out to David? Um, he reached out to me. He like sent me a message. I think it was on Facebook or something. And, you know, I got why he was doing it because I mean, I think a lot of us were really shocked because I saw Max the day we had band practice the day before he went, um, into the hospital and he look he did not look good. He was at bed practice and we were like, dude, some you need something's wrong with you, you know? And I just remember him going like, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel good and like obviously I don't look good, but I don't know what to do, you know. So yeah. he went to the hospital that night. And the next day, he like it was it was really overwhelming, like just as friends, you know, like for, yeah. forget anything having to do with the band. He's right. like my best friend. So I um, it was really weird. And then when David found out, I did get a message from him and he was like, you know, wanting to help. He was like, I know that, you know, you guys <clears throat> aren't really like he's out because Ma- Max did not want us to stop. That was the thing he that was like his wish. He was like, please do not stop doing stuff. Don't right. stop. Like, I want you to keep playing and writing music and doing all that stuff. Like, please, like, right. if you don't do it, I will be so upset. So <laughs> that's why it was so cool, because I I really just didn't know where what to do. And yeah, I don't like 
David, I leave that all up to David. That would be a good question to ask him one day. I have no idea. Hmm. And I actually do have to uh, uh, fix a problem. David has not been on the upbeat. And maybe, hopefully maybe by the time this has come out, maybe we will have fixed that problem. Yeah, but, you should. It would but, be great. But uh, yes. Um, so yeah. So like... Obviously, just running through the lyrics, you kind of talked about the line, like, you're a bruise I've covered up. Um, I can feel you with every rub. You won't go away. You're bitter. You're bent out of shape. It hurts to be replaced. Um, I know the feeling. You're bitter. So did so you're referring there, like, I, to Lindsay... Yeah, yeah, it was like... Not so much Lindsay as the person, but the replacement singer. Yes, Like, it's not about her character, but it's about... (laughs) Right. Well, when when I, um, like, when we sort of, like, like, back in the day, we sort of, like, kicked Max out of the band, like, Mm -hmm. the full banded, but we, it wasn't the whole band, it wasn't, like, unanimous. Like, and when, one of the things that, um... they the guys had told me was that like you're either with us or you're against us and we can replace you they said that to me and i was like wow okay so like i went with it and then after a while i could just tell like like they always meant for me to sort of like leave Hmm. so yeah all that sort of hurt and like nothing like you know, even to this day, like nothing against Lindsay. I mean, she literally just walked into this bad situation between like us, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I, that's how I, how I felt. Like I said, I was still bitter. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course you're feeling crappy. Like, how does it feel? Like what goes around comes around, you yeah. know? That's the, sort of what that was. The heat you give off, the point of your glare, the distance between us, you said you'd never care. It's more than a flavor. You're bitter. Those first couple lines sort of like the distance between us. You said you'd never care. Is that sort of like like that was the night that was supposed to be about like that night when we took the picture with um, everybody up at House of Blues, because that's what David was saying. Like he he was like, we'll never like be on stage together Mm. and we'll never play a reunion show together. Like that he just didn't care. He didn't care about us anymore and stuff. But, like, at the same time, it was, like, I could tell he cared. That's what was so messed up. I was, like, you got to care if you're, like, rubbing this in my face. So mm-hmm. that's what yeah. that's sort of what that was about. Uh, finally, finally getting what you gave for free. I'm just doing what you did to me. You can't take the pill. You're bitter. It's chip on your shoulder. Give me a break. Messed up again. Made a mistake. Um, you're a quitter and just admit it, you're bitter. So are you saying, um, like, messed up again, made a mistake? Is that referring to, like, you're saying David messed up? You're saying... Yeah, because there was a point um, in the beginning when, like, when I was looking at the pictures of our, like, first show today, David wasn't there. Like... He was sort of a part of, like, the group that started the band, like, when we were in school. Mm-hmm. But then, like, afterward, he was not. And when I joined the band, he wasn't really in the band. And like I said, he sort of just, like, came and went. Like, there were a couple people in the band that 
were like fair weather band members were like they didn't want to be in the band but if we were like recording with aaron barrett from real big fish they were like okay i'm back in the band it was like one of those sorts of things (laughs) so like that's what i meant when like i called david a quitter because there were definitely times when like david would be one of those people where he would just be like he'd just quit he'd be like i don't like this anymore like i don't want to do this and he'd quit and then like maybe a month or two later he'd be like you know, I'm missing something in my life or whatever. And I want to like come back or, uh, you know, like I want to be in a band again or, you know, and we would always be like, okay, like, okay. So yeah. Anyway, I just, I think that just meant, you know, you, why should I care? Like you're a quitter. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Heard your story. You were wronged. Maybe you should write a song. Spread the word, you're bitter. And that was more like toward myself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah, like I said, it was like a reflection. I think that's important, like, uh, in my, for me personally, when I write things that I, like, come around in my songs. Because if I have to hear them over and over later or (laughs) sing them, I want to know that, like, I'm remaining, like, hopeful, sort of, you know? So. And that it's not... You know, that you're not just holding, living in that bitterness of just like, yeah, people suck and I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't want other people to like, you know, I want other people to know that. I want, if other people are listening to it and they identify with it, I want them to get to the end and then realize like, oh crap. Like, it's a two-way street, you know, like, yeah, I might be noticing that this person is like being a certain way to me, bitter, let's say, but a lot a lot of time you gotta like look in the mirror in right. those sorts of situations and i think grudges and, and i think i think like part of that and whether we've really shown appreciate it for it here but knowing you and talking to you before like in the grand scheme of all the drama you have admitted that there were mistakes on your end and other people's ends that, you know, and obviously hopefully that has been talked about with you, David and, and anyone else who, who added to the bad feelings and frustration. Um, That's why I was, I was saying like, David can hear this and he'll know like exactly what, where I was like at that time and where he was and like what, where we were missing each other, you know? So that's why I didn't think I would get into into too much trouble (laughs) with David because we do talk now. Like we do talk about things. And if, and David, David, obviously before this podcast knew the song was about him, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think he sort of like got, cause he's on the song. Sure. He's playing keys on this song. (laughs) So I think he sort of, there are a few songs in the band that are about other people. Like David has written songs about other people in the band, you know, like, and there's all kinds of things like that where like, we'll find out later, like, Ooh, like that song's (laughs) about that person. Like this whole Matt, the whole premise of your show right now is just like that. It's scary because. (laughs) Well, I mean, I definitely wasn't trying to like when I thought of the premise of these special episodes, wasn't trying to like get drama 
other than no but it's just funny because like think think about all the best like think about that fleetwood back like rumors album like it's about every all the songs are about each other on it that's that's another reason why it makes it so like good i mean the majority of tragic kingdoms about a breakup of a two band members (laughs) yeah so um but you know and it could be it doesn't have to be between band members though that's what i'm saying like somebody could be like oh yeah that song's about like this other person because people write about people all the time yeah exactly um and i think i was thinking about this the other day because of we were gonna do this episode i think there i think someone tried to sue someone i think someone tried to sue mac max matchbox 20 because of the song one of their more popular songs because it like a defamation of character because it was about her or something like that. And I'm like, your name's not in the song. You can't claim that. That's not how it goes. <laughs> Otherwise, like Delilah I, from Hey There, Delilah or yeah, whatever. I'm pretty like sure. Played White Tea song. Like, I mean, she'd like that. I I'm pretty sure Delilah that. is not her actual name. If I, if songwriting, ha- if finding like behind the scenes stuff about songs has taught me anything is that, it's usually, especially names are usually changed to just sound better within a song. Like, <clears throat> it's true. It is true. I mean, it's true. A lot of times that. Like, like Yellow Cards Ocean Ave, the street he's talking about is not Ocean Ave. It's actually Ocean Boulevard. But Ocean Boulevard does not sing as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and, true. <laughs> and Summer of 69 uh, by, uh, gosh, Brian Adams, it's not about the summer of 69. It's actually a sexual reference. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) But but even that was just like a throwaway like idea for him. Like it just, yes, it's about the things that are in the song, but like. Or like the safety dance is like about something or like, you know, there's, I mean, listen to like any music now. Sure, sure. Everything's like sort of. But like I, I, I want to do that with like half past two songs, but I'm like, what can we like? What like? I guess that like closest that we've ever gotten is like we say your our minds are higher than the palms because I was like, how do I say this like without saying like, yeah, I guess California is known for like people smoking a lot of like pot, you know? <laughs> I never would have picked up on that. <laughs> well, good. Now, now it makes sense. In my in my half past two song, I, I why bother it. hiding it? So many other people just write it. <laughs> <laughs> because we're half past two. Like I don't know. You got to keep I, that family friendly vibe. I don't think we got to. I just think like that is just how our music is. And it yeah. has always been. So why? I don't. I don't know. Like <laughs> it would be weird. It would. Wouldn't you find it jarring to hear like a swear word in a half past two song? Wouldn't you just be like, they went there to to a certain degree? Sure. If it was every other word, yeah, that might be like, oh, that's new. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's new. Oh um, uh, yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. Know. Like it just is, it just wouldn't be like us. Like I, in real life, I, I would actually mostly I would mostly respond. Did David write this song? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I wrote a song recently where like I did say a swear word in it, and David was like, "Yes," and he wrote like a whole other part to it, and Max was like, "No, like no, you guys." <laughs> <laughs> this song nope. is too angry we're like ah oh, what if we tone it down okay well now yeah. that's the song i want to hear the most 
So. I know, I know. I would love to like write that song, maybe from like a secret. Maybe I should start like a secret ska band where like, you know, we can write all the songs that like, it'll be like three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> so how do you, how do you find yourself getting over things that you're angry about that you find yourself bitter about? I still write stuff. I still do, but I don't. Uh, the, the problem with me, like, it, just very, just me, Tara, is like, I obsess. I just do. I am constantly thinking about what I'm doing, what other people are doing, what it could mean. So yeah. it's hard for me to, um, like, get over those sorts of things because I feel like I, I keep mental tabs, like, unconsciously of like things people like I said before things people do or have like said and there are certain things that like like that like somebody may have said to me um like in anger or even just in passing that was like a negative thing and it just like imprints itself in my brain and like I will never forget it and those are the things that I stay bitter about I feel like and I'm just like I can't let it go like because maybe I don't know what to say. Like yeah. I'm confused right now talking about it, thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about all those things, like all those things that people have said. I'm like, oh gosh. Do you have like how comfortable are you with like going to someone and saying, Hey, what you said or did like hurt me and here's why, here's how I'm feeling. Like do you do well with those moments? Is that I'm zero percent comfortable with that because I feel like most of the time people don't want to like hear that from you. They just like want things to roll along, you know, yeah. and I don't like to seem I, this is like totally a bad mental health like ad because I I I am admitting right now, everybody, I suck at my own mental health. But um, I I feel like if I brought those things up people would not like me you know they would just be like they wouldn't want to hear those things from me because that's not me I'm a very like like let's just all have fun like yeah. you know and we're all just here to have fun like that's that's me and that's the me that people are used to and so I that's why I write about it that's why I don't want people to know so, what's about them you know yeah. Maybe people like think it's about them, but then maybe a lot of people think it's about them <laughs> and they should start thinking about what's going on, you know? I mean, I, I, got, like I, I, I gotta be honest, like, there was a part of me, to be honest with you, was like, when I first heard at least be decent, I was like, could this be about me? Could it? it could be, Matt. It could be about you. Like, we have, Even though we have the, our own past. That's what I'm saying. Like, which is connected to this story, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. It's all connected. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah. I I think I, like I said, I just, I always want people to just feel comfortable around me. So why would I want to tell them, like, hey, you're, you know. But, I mean, there, there are certain things, too, that people might have said. Like, I remember when I was pregnant and going to shows, mm -hmm. I couldn't drink. 
And people say things when they're drunk and like, and you're sober and you're just like, did you just say that? Like, <laughs> and you remember it the next day. Like, usually I'm up there partying with everybody else. And so things like just roll off me. But right. when, you, when you're dead sober and people say some things to you, you're just like, I'm never going to forget you said that to me. Like, I'll <laughs> never forget that. I can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> so those are the times, you know. I don't yeah. know. I just, I do find, so like, I'm the exact opposite of you <laughs> in um, like, not, so I've been accused of liking drama or liking arguing with people. Uh, and it is. <laughs> I love that about you. I mean, I love that stuff too. I just don't want it to be involved. I don't want to be involved. I don't want it to be about me. Um, I have never, well, that's, so, like, I, but I, but I don't get joy out of drama. I'm okay. just not afraid of drama. And there's a huge, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a like, big difference. there's a huge difference between, because I don't like, yay, my aunt said something insensitive to me. Now I get to go be a dick to her. Like, right. No, right. I'm just not afraid to be a dick to, to someone who says something stupid to me. Like, like I'm okay being an asshole because for me, in those moments, obviously there's, you know, you can go too far, but like speaking up for myself is, it sounds crazy not to. It sounds like the polar opposite of the right thing to do. Now, of course, there's time and place and I've messed up that too. Like obviously in a group setting, it is not time for you to air your personal Dirty laundry with an individual. Agree. It's a terrible yeah. time. Never going to go well at all, ever. But one-on-one, -on -one, to say, you know, I mean, I can think of a situation um, a, a few years ago where I had to sit down with someone uh, who was going to come on my other podcast that I had, Matt Vesper's Friends. Um, he, like... When I started doing the podcast, he reached out to me and he's like, I really want to come on the show. And we hadn't talked in like years. And it's because years ago, he said something stupid to me that I was like, what a dick. <laughs> like, and it was just such of like, uh, so, and what it was is like, um, you know, he at the time was like a, like an associate pastor at a church and had like he, you know, we grew up going doing like high junior high ministry together, and and he had gone into actual like church job sort of thing, and um, and I, we were at someone else's like party, like a graduation party for a mutual friend, and I like someone said something, and I made a that's what she said joke, mm. and and he says to me. With, like, no no amount of, like, tee-hee-hee, ha-ha-ha, wink-wink, nudge-nudge laugh. No, no amount of, like, humility just said to me, oh, I see someone hasn't matured. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I just looked at him sideways, and I was just like... And at that time, because I was in a group setting, I didn't do anything about it because I wasn't going to like cause an argument. So I just bit my tongue for the moment and then 
went about our merry way and went home and deleted him from Facebook because that's what because <laughs> that's what you did in two thousand and nine. You're like, ha ha. Um, Your friend count has gone down by one, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And then somehow I think we sort of reconnected maybe a couple years later. But then it was even more years after that. Like, so reconnected, I just mean like somehow became friends again on Facebook. Um, And then years later, um, talked in person about that particular incident. And I just, and I told him, I'm like, yeah, it hurt me. Like, it was just... It was so like you're sitting on your high horse. Like it was such a demeaning thing to say to me and I didn't want to talk to you. So, and obviously so much time had gone by that he couldn't even fathom saying it. Like he doesn't remember saying it at all. This sounds kind of familiar. It does. It absolutely sounds familiar. Wow. This sounds like something that's (laughs) happened to us. Yeah, it does. You and me. (laughs) Um, So it was just like, and and look, I was willing to like make amends because so much time had gone by. Um, but how much better would it have been if I'd said something sooner? But you know, it's like not that. Look, even just by chance, because life had moved on, we hadn't talked a whole lot just because he was living in a different city, and so we didn't like have shared life experience anymore together. So, like, so yeah, we weren't a big part of each other's lives. But, but yeah, I. I'm, I will tell people that I'm hurt by it. And yeah, you're right. A lot of people don't want to hear it, but I actually think most of the time they actually need to hear it. Like, especially in this, especially nowadays, like we're in a culture where everyone's like, we have to learn to do better. We have to learn to be better. Like we can't be allowing these, you know, systems of government to be all this way. And I'm like, that's all true, but some of you are still personally very immature and really should learn to, you know, swallow your pride and your humility just a tiny bit. <laughs> like, just just a little bit. Some of you got to work on yourselves. Like, forget fighting the Empire. How about you, you know, be a better person? <laughs> like, not, <laughs> not a big dick to everyone who doesn't agree with you. How about that? How about we start there? You know, um, but I think for me, though, it's like, I don't know. There's like um, as you get older, you have like making friends is like a lot harder. So I feel like sometimes I do make some allowances that maybe I wouldn't normally because I'm just like, can I ignore this about this person and just like try and be their friend? Because I really do want to be like this person's friend like is it a deal breaker that's what i'm saying like some things are just flags like and we need to acknowledge that too like sometimes those things that people say but like you know affect you so bad maybe doesn't necessarily a reflection of you that's a flag on that person like and you maybe need to take a few years away from that person and you know or yeah you know what i mean like i get what you're saying like maybe we should this is turning into a Matt versus his friends type of episode. Right now. <laughs> maybe we, you know, maybe we should just outright say things to people. I've thought about it so many times, but I always refrain because I have found in my life that when I do say those things, I put myself in a worse situation 
than I maybe I was with that person before than if I had just not said anything at all. Because personally, me, Tara Han, I am a when I get into those situations, I get very defensive and I get mean. Like I I I don't seem like a mean person, but man, I am mean. Like ask yeah. my husband, ask Max. Like I am I'm really mean. I don't know what else to say. So <laughs> I I think I avoid doing those things because I even if I my heart is in the right place and I feel like I'm genuine I do come off as like being mean and I a lot of the time that's not my intention sure it's just to do sort of what you were saying like my feeling is my feelings are really hurt like I have just learned to sort of get over my own feelings that is my coping mechanism it's not the right one everyone everyone should that's listening do what you're supposed to do. It's not what I do, but that's what I do. And that's where a lot of our, this episode, like that's where a lot of our music comes from. It's just like my coping mechanism is to just sort of like turn inside, reflect or take on this burden, you know, and just because I love friends. I love people. I want to be friends with everybody. So I, a lot of times I do look past a lot of things there are deal breakers you know if you're like a racist if you're a trump supporter usually if you're not gonna get vaccinated i will cut you off i don't care like right i'm just talking about like specifically those sorts of things right now right um are in the front of my mind you know i will cut you off i don't care who you are a family member a friend i've had since childhood like you know i those are certain things, but other things, maybe something, like I said, maybe something you said to me in passing, you didn't really realize you said that's like really terrible um, or something that's just like an affront to me. Maybe you didn't know like that I feel really passionate about something or sometimes if you say something about like a friend of mine, of course, like we do that. I think a lot of people do that for their friends, you know, sure. like I'll look past it. So I'll be like, okay, maybe they didn't know I'm friends with that person, but um, you know, those aren't deal breakers necessarily to me. It's just, I can't imagine like doing what you do and like going up to somebody and be like, Hey, you know what? You said this thing to me and it's like, you know hurt my feelings yeah and i can't imagine the other person being like okay i'm sorry like i did that and then them going home and like not wanting to delete me off of facebook or something matt (laughs) well obviously i will say of course there should be deal breakers in any relationship right like in a dating relationship if someone's getting physical with you that's yeah. a deal breaker. Like, of course, have your boundaries. Of course, not everything. But I, not everything is like fixed with just a simple conversation. But I think a lot more than we actually live in can be fixed with, hey, when this happened, when you said this about me, it hurt my feelings. And, but to me, that's, and I just think that's the mature thing to do. It's hard. I'm not like, I'm not trying to like, pass over it but i i think holding on to our feelings ends up being what you know obviously writing should be a place where you get out your feelings (laughs) and maybe you should write i'm just 
obviously you shouldn't just do it in the moment, you know, starting off with, you know, going, hey, you listen to me, you like yelling at people, (laughs) not going to help, not going to help either. But I think rationally trying to talk people out so we don't get so embittered and not trying to speak from bitterness. I don't know. I just, I think, I mean, trust me, I wrestle with this stuff all the time, but I also get accused of like, um, two things. One, like I said, loving arguments, (laughs) which is not true. And then two, um, being too forgiving of people. Like that's the other thing for a long time. And I've kind of gotten better at like, slowly just just not engaging with people anymore if they don't reciprocate like being friends with me um but that's still hard because like in the sense that i want people to know that i'm always there for them even if they fail me not in like fail me and like you know, call me a fat ass or like insulting me or something like that. Like, I don't mean that. I just mean, you know, if, like they if for- a lot of time has gone by since they like, yes, texted you. Right. Or- I don't want them. I don't think it's really fair that that's the thing that like I'm embittered by. Um, so I, I still can try to connect occasionally with people. Um, so yeah, but I do feel like we glossed over something, and I do want to point this out to the listeners before we wrap this up. So the thing that Tara and I were referring to that happened between us, even though we did mention this on the main episode, but maybe you didn't hear it on the, the, <laughs> the actual, on the upbeat. So around the time that Half Past Two was um, dead and rejoining, when I found out um, that This Half was Past- 2014. Yeah, 2014. Um, I think so. Uh, when they were sort of getting back together, Tara and Max were getting the band back together, I had become closer friends with Lindsay and right. t- kind of took Lindsay's side because at the time, Lindsay's perspective of was, uh, hey, uh, I wasn't consulted about this and people are just doing whatever and I'm mad. And so I kind of... I think you. I think somehow I ended up on a mailing list of half past two, and I responded. Like I think the the thing was like we're getting back together, and I responded. You kicked out your um your last singer. How dare you? I'm gonna really singer like something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm <laughs> never gonna go to a half past two show or something. I'm gonna burn all your CDs or whatever. Like I'll never. You'll never get any of my money or something like <laughs> something that. Something like that. Angry, shaking my fist. And then, apparently I wrote that email, four years go by, and I completely forgot it, and and David reached out to me when I was doing my other podcast and said, hey, uh, I don't know if you remember me, I'm friends with Lindsay, we met that one time, and I said, sure, and then you're like, well, I'm back in half past two now, and uh, can Tara and I come on your podcast? And I said, sure, completely, completely, completely forgetting that... uh, I had written that email because it was because f- this was like 2017 and I probably wrote that email in 2014. Yeah. So it was like three and years. And like I've been saying on this whole episode, I dwelled on that. Like I remembered who Matt, like I had never even met Matt when he sent that message. I was like, who is this guy? When he sent that message, I was like, oh, what the heck like here's another here's another guy that just really hates us holy crap like let's put him on the pile you know (laughs) 
but I remembered Matt. Like, like it, that's I, that's important. Like, I remembered him even though we had we never seen each had, other. I mean, I, I only had that message, that negative message from you. And so, prior to you coming on the podcast, like the day before, I'd gotten the tickets to the show that you were promoting. Yeah. I and so when you came over to do the podcast. We were talking after, and I said, hey, I got the tickets. Thanks for the note in the back. But you said, like, you wrote something like, I know it's hard to be a half-past-two fan. Thanks for giving us another chance. And I'm like, what is she referring to? (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea. And I thought maybe it was just because I, you know, I was like, well, they did have some, like, trouble with members and blah 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 maybe that was a thing maybe that's the trouble with half past two fan like maybe that's what she's referring to maybe it wasn't directed at me and then in front of everyone you said you told me everyone being two other people it was david yeah and your co-host yeah, yeah. and uh and you and you told me about the letter and i'm like i seriously don't write that I don't remember that. I had no clue whatsoever. And I think you, I think you. Had... And I whipped it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I had the letter. I had it. You'd... Or you were like, you didn't believe it. And I, because you sent it on Facebook. So say, mm. Facebook had like saved it. I was like, nope, I got it. I, I can find it right now. Matt, like right now, this time. No like, need. Talking... Oh, time to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, gotta go, gotta go. So, so um, yeah. So, so like, was, apparently uh, I was a shitty person to Tara. And then, um, and I was she, just happy, like I said, that you would give us a second chance to and have us on your show. But like, you didn't remember, I didn't you know? Remember. Well, that's the that's that's, thing. I had been tortured by this comment for like years at this point, and you didn't even remember. Isn't that just like th- yeah. that's just life? You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, obviously, we should work to not necessarily let every word that someone says get to us, but. I do think if, you know, you could have put me in my place by kindly writing back, like, I'm sorry that you feel that way, stranger that I don't know. <laughs> it's better not to engage with, like, I, like, I'm sure right now, but it's better not to engage with, like, internet trolls because. Yeah, sure. It's, it's it. literally a slippery, it's a really slippery oh, slope with Fair enough. Trolls. Yeah, that's true. You don't <laughs> uh, talk, don't talk to strangers on the internet. I take that back. Yeah, you're right. Like, you're absolutely right. You should not have responded. But like, um, but I think when you have a developed friendship with someone, if they take a side on a whatever argument you're having, like this type of thing, you know, talking it out is better than writing an angry email um (laughs) and also let this be a warning to anyone when you take sides and bands uh splitting up or getting back together reunions you don't always know the whole story (laughs) let's just say that (laughs) let's just say that you you never know unless you were in the room when it when it happened so Especially um, in a ska band, like how many people like it's like <laughs> you're playing a dangerous game of telephone because you're like even if you trust what somebody else in the band is telling you, you have a good chance that that person has no idea what's going on. Like they're just true. hearing it from like another band member or something. Like it's yeah. terrible, the ska scene. Well, which is how it is. I'm definitely uh, glad everything worked out with David Me too. and everyone else in the band and. And we're great. Never better. So, yes. and that's yeah. and that's. I think that's sort of the point. Like, 
people, it is possible to work through issues and problems. I have learned so much about that in the last, like, you know, since we came back, sort of. Like, and I've said that to you before, Matt, like, about our friendship. Like, I'm so appreciative of our friendship because it's taught me so much. It's just taught me that, like, you know, like everything we said, that you didn't even know that I thought you had all these, like, like bad feelings and ill will toward me and stuff. And, you know, we're the, the, like, you could just sort of get over that sort of thing. Yeah. Like you just seemed so angry at the time and I took it for what it was. And I just thought it was like a forever anger. Right. It was just like, you yeah, know, it was just a passing thing for you and we're friends. And that's with David too, you know, yeah. David and I it took a long time. They're- and we're still working on it. Like we're trying to write music together right now. And it's like, it's so funny. Cause we'll still like text max. We'll be like, you know, Hey, did David get my thing? And he'd be like, I don't know. You guys are <laughs> writing the song together. Talk to each other. And then David would be like, Hey, did Tara like it to like max? And he's like, what the heck? Like just you, talk to each other. <laughs> we are adults. Let's knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> We are what we are. The three of us have, like, known each other way too long. Like, we're brothers and sisters. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I I have a lot of those relationships that it's like, we're all approaching, we're all in our 40s now, but somehow we, even, we act like we've, how we first knew each other, like junior hires or high schoolers, like, really just just not there. It's it's natural. That's, like, the most natural state. I guess. So. Well, yeah, I think it's it's also comfortability. Like you're just comfortable, you know. Yeah, you know, like the other person's moods. Even yeah. you know, like I can push my sister's buttons so good. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like lovely. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like those relationships are still really juvenile, you yes. know. Yeah. But they're strong. They're the strongest ones. Well, thank you for uh, giving us all the secrets and drama of Half Past Two. Um, it was fun to sort of talk about it again because for a long time we have I haven't, um, <laughs> and now I look forward to not talking about it again for yes, a long time. We will yeah. just point to this episode as like, look, if you ever want to know reference, here it is, this episode. <laughs> but unfortunately, you do have to pay to hear it, so ah, sucks to be you. Ah, uh, yeah. If you want to know, if you want the info, if you want the you know, uh, all the good info, yeah. Yeah, if you want four one one. Yep, if you want all the good secrets, you got to pay for it. It's a, <laughs> it's a small fee. It's fine. Fine. Just, just sign up for one month. It'll be okay. <laughs> all the stuff. Well, Tara. Oh gosh. I appreciate and uh, appreciate you hanging out and, like you said, I appreciate our friendship and uh, and you know it's always a good time. I didn't even. I, yeah. bar- I barely looked at my phone. Didn't need it, which is sort of why I'm, <laughs> why you were one of the first people I asked to do these episodes because I'm like I I need people I'm comfortable talking with. So, <laughs> yeah. so I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me over and over. I'm so <laughs> glad. Well, thank you for hanging out, and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye, Matt. Bye, and everyone. Bye.